0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As the huge World Cup qualifier against Israel gets ever closer Nathan Patterson says he's just focused on his Rangers and Scotland future After Everton interest in the summer Callum McGregor says the Euros experience has made Stevie Clarkside even hungrier for success And the SPFL plans a month-long break to coincide with the World Cup next winter I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson yeah, big uh, weekend ahead for Scotland And I think it's important that they follow on From a positive result against Austria With three points against Israel on Saturday We all know about Israel And how dangerous and stuffy an opponent they can be But Steve Clark's men have no room for error In front of a full hand And can't wait for the weekend And it's refreshing to see that we've Probably got as full a squad to mm. pick from As we have done in, in recent times I like to pretend that at least the first two minutes Of Thursday night show can be professional What is it that's wrong with you? I can <laughs> see, see you gesticulating uh, out the corner of my eye Waving, uh, causing a fuss I was a bit panicky there, I couldn't hear the show Which That's a blessing, some uh, people yeah, would say Well, a lot of people out there are desperate to hear my opinion but on this But you're back with us now I'm back, I'm Great. back, I'm hearing everything loud and clear But I agree with Matt. Massive game on Saturday, full house. Atmosphere should be absolutely brilliant. I think the talking point probably from now until Saturday is Steve Clark's team. We know Hanley suspended, mm-hmm. can't play. For me, the rest of the team picks itself. That's my opinion. Matt's got his team written down there. I wonder what the the listeners think. In true Super Scoreboard fashion, everybody will think it picks itself, but their version will be different from yours. That That's kind of the way it works, isn't it? No, if you look, what I'm trying to say is if you look back on Steve Clark, and especially the Austria game, and the you way... think it's, pl- there's an air of predictability about that's it? That's what exactly oh, Let's see what happens then. 0141-951-1025. Now remember, every caller who makes it on the show... To make a point to the panel Goes into the draw To win a pair of tickets To Scotland against Israel On Saturday It is sold out This is the last night We're going to run this competition So the winner will be announced On tomorrow night's show You must be over 18 T's and C's are on the website At Clyde1.com But just in case You're on the fence And you're not quite sure Whether you fancy phoning in tonight Or not Well Let us nudge you In the right direction Every caller that makes it through into the draw to win a pair of tickets to see Scotland against Israel. Both these guys would be desperate to win them, and they can't. So unlucky. Mm-hmm. I wish I was there. Full house. You know, very difficult to get tickets. And uh, only one important person in this place. We've not got tickets. Have a look across there. Yeah, Guess who's got tickets? Well, you would have thought he would have taken the full the full team alongside him. Selfishness. We would have done that, but he doesn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about That's no way to speak about Producer Callum Certainly when he's He's not even able to Defend himself on the mic Right 01419511025 Like I say That's the number Give us a call anyway It doesn't need to be about Scotland Naturally It's two days away From a big game So it might be time to really Crank up that build up Because we've not really done it yet uh, But if you've got club football On your mind You've got something else That we've not brought up Now is the time to get your call in 01419511025 And you go into that draw Regardless, you can stay in touch all evening at Clyde SSB on Twitter. But I say it every night because I mean it. We much prefer to talk to you on the phones. Even before you get to the nitty gritty, Mark, of, of who plays and who shouldn't play, it's just a massive game. There's no way of spinning it any other way. It probably would have been a massive game anyway 
But the result in Austria last time out Has really put things in our hand Take a look at that table It's on the wall behind you If you're in any doubt Forget Denmark They're off in the distance We're in that playoff spot on 11 points Israel are on 10 And Austria Way down in 7 So if we can go 4 points clear of Israel Tomorrow night With a trip to the Faroes to come And a trip to Moldova to come We are very close to a playoff spot Yeah, well you can't let the result in Austria stand for nothing We've been crying out for an important result away from home Against one of the so-called big sides Now Austria aren't your, you know, Italy or Spain or anyone like that But they're still big enough scalp for for it to mean something to us And it was at the right time Steve Clark's team got that result So to go into this game against Israel in front of a full house And then slip up, I think it'd be disastrous So Never mind anyone in that table We've got it firmly in our own hands You win against Israel It gives you confidence going into midweek And then it puts you in the right place For going to Moldova next month Where you win that And you're basically guaranteed to play off place It's a position that I think at the start of the group And when we went to Denmark And we got thumped People thought it was far away But we've put ourselves in a great position We must take full advantage of it I don't usually do this But let's do the poetry right at the start Just to set the tone Because Curious Creatures Mm. has been on And he speaks on behalf of everyone Who's listening tonight He says it's Thursday night on SSB With Daz and Mark Best Buds Poor Gordon in the hot seat Controlling these two pundits (laughs) 01419511025 That gives you a little flavour Of what we're going to deal with Between now and 8 o'clock Let's go Who was through first? I think Ross in Paisley Ross how's it going? Good Gordon How's yourself? Not bad at all thanks What's on your mind tonight? Listen I wanted to just say To the panel tonight About um, The argument between well, The argument coming up Obviously Between Nathan Patterson And um, Stephen O'Donnell For mm-hmm. this weekend um, I know Nathan Patterson Started against Moldova Good result And I also know um, Stephen O'Donnell Started against um, Austria Great result Away from home From Scotland um, I think my point is Obviously I might be Slightly biased on I've been a Rangers fan But I think my point is that when you look at the way we bleed the youngsters um, in the Euros with Billy Gilmore, um, I was saying to producer Calvin there before I got through, um, I think the nation was crying out for Gilmore to start against Croatia. Mm-hmm. Never started. Starts against England, it's man of the match. Um, I think now is the time for Nathan Patterson to come through in that right-back position for Scotland. Um, I thought he was excellent against Moldova. Um, I think when you look at his performance at the weekend for Rangers, um, I know you were talking about it last night in terms of Certainly playing ahead of Tavernier And I think someone on the panel made the point That it's I think it's the first time that Tavernier's been fully fit And Parsons come into the team ahead of him um, Especially in such a big tie obviously for Rangers Against Hibs, top of the table kind of clash um, For me, there could be kind of levels to this And I feel like Parson is slightly ahead of I don't know at this mm-hmm. time um, Rumours going about today about Manchester United Interested in Parson also um, I also think when you look at the summer, I think there was a there was a bid from Everton about eight million pounds for Parson. So it was just see what the panel thought about who their opinion was to start right back. I like that um, comparison that that we used there for the weekend. You know, cause we did point that out in the show. Is this is this the first time that in a big game Nathan Patterson's been given the nod ahead of Tavernier? You know, with a lot at stake and with both fit. Interestingly enough, is this the most interesting Patterson O'Donnell? Debate that we've had Well a- apart from the Euros But if you think back then Nathan Patterson was just in the Scotland squad Although people shouted for it Let's be honest It was always Stephen O'Donnell To, to-, to play yeah. at the Euros Now go back to that last break Ross is right 
Patterson started against Moldova But if memory serves me right Stephen O'Donnell wasn't available mm-hmm. Neither of them were available for Denmark Hence why Andy Robertson played yeah. And then by the time Austria came around Nathan Patterson wasn't <laughs> available And Stephen O'Donnell played So presumably Touch wood All goes well at training tomorrow It's a big game They're both there They're both fit They both played for their clubs last week How does it pan out? Yeah I think you're right I think it is the biggest call For Steve Clark um, And his time Where he's juggling these two Because Nathan Parson Time was always against him With the Euros You know Not enough games under his belt Kind of fresh faced Into the squad I think everybody could see This kid's potential He's going to be An outstanding player And I still think Maybe That time is against him In terms of appearances Looking What what has he had this season? Maybe half a dozen appearances Five, six appearances this season uh, I know he played at the weekend You compare that to Stephen O'Donnell Motherwell captain Very much a favourite of Steve Clark's um, And then you look at the overall picture uh, How many games he's actually played in his career I don't, I, I'm not a great believer that that should hold you back I think if you're good enough You should play But if you're asking me what will happen I think Steve Clark will go with Stephen O'Donnell because what he's built in Scotland, his Scotland managerial career round, how he's got to this point, I think in the big games, he always picks Stephen O'Donnell. And I think this one will be no different. He knows he can do a defensive job. Mm. He knows he can be trusted. I'm not saying Nathan Parsons untrustworthy. Not at all, because going forward, he's brilliant. But I think Steve Clark will go where he's tried and trusted more experienced players Whether you think that's right or wrong Is, is a different thing I'm with Mark um, I, I, I really couldn't care If he went with Patterson as well Because I think Patterson Oh great You don't care That's no, no, no. Going to pretend to care Between now and no, 8 o'clock what, what I'm saying Gordon I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset And saying well He's picked the wrong Right back I think there's a case there For both of them Wing backs um, I totally agree with Mark uh, In Steve Clark's shoes I think it's Stephen O'Donnell all day. Mm. What, what do you make of that, Ross? Because it, obviously it's it's easy for us to say who you prefer or who you think's the better player. If you can somehow get inside the, the, the head of Stevie Clark or put yourself in those shoes, how much would you be swayed by what what you did the last time? You know, Austria. I think John Carver yesterday said that was the benchmark going forward. That was the performance that Scotland has to go and build on. On that logic, then. Would you not try and keep the team as close to that one as possible? Yeah, listen, I think Stephen O'Donnell had a great game against Austria as well. There's no doubt about that. I think he missed a good chance, but I think he had a great game against Austria and obviously a fantastic result for Scotland. So the chances of the manager changing are probably quite slim. Um, but I do believe this kid's going to come through and be top, top draw. Um, I don't think you often get an £8 million bid for a right-back at Rangers when they've, when they've barely played a game. Um, you look at Tierney going for big money to Arsenal. Um, and I think when you look at the Scottish contingent in the Premier League, I do believe that Parson will go on to be a top player in one of the top teams. Um, I think you've only really got to look at the clubs that are, are kind of fishing yeah. about for them at the minute. That's but a fair. That's a fair point. Let me put that to the guys, Ross, because you, you do make a, a very strong case there. What What about that, Mark? Where it's all right saying, "Oh, look who's played before, and, and look who can be trusted." If you've got a guy who is attracting that type of interest and looks like he could be at some point operating at that level. Does that not matter more than, than anything else? No, because he's not operated at that level yet Could operate at that level Could be subject to bids Or there is interest Doesn't yeah, well, mean well, well, you... Let's base it on the interest then Because there, there yeah. were bids Yeah. So he's at a level where those big clubs Think he's 
that good Yeah of course They would have done his, their homework on him They won't just be judging on the Did he play 16, 17 games for Rangers last season or something They won't just be judging it on that You know anybody can come in and hit a purple patch And it, you know it's great but they go for him They'll be judging it in the whole package They would have done their homework What he was like as a kid coming through the Scotland setup, Through the performance schools And uh, so on and things like that Um but you have to do it at that stage then you, you can't get into a team on potential If that makes any sense Or a transfer fee that someone might bid uh, So that's the kind of argument against it I can totally see I, Listen, I agree with Ross it, Nathan Patterson is going to be Scotland's right back if he, if he steers clear of injuries He will no doubt be Scotland's right back for, for years to come He will probably move on from Rangers And probably for big money um, but at this moment in time I just think This game coming up on Saturday Steve Clark will pick Stephen O'Donnell And I don't Listen I think people get this argument And they often have a go at Stephen O'Donnell But I don't think Stephen O'Donnell's done that much wrong I think we're We're in a good place Where our right full back Remember going back Maybe 18 months So We were struggling for right backs We were putting people out of position To try and Balance a team And it was Quite clearly not working now we've got two that we can rely upon and Stephen O'Donnell in the big games has held his own none more so than at Wembley and at Austria in the last game so I think mm. if he plays he certainly deserves it uh, Ross I can't promise you you'll get to see Nathan Patterson from the start I can promise you you're in the hat for the ticket so hopefully that'll keep you going until then Magic thank you Good man that was Ross and Paisley thank you very much let's also throw James and Knightswood into the hat as well take it away James a similar point I think How are you doing guys? Good thanks uh, uh, A very similar point I think Parson should start I just want to first of all say that um, I think for Steve Clark it's a good headache to have and it's quite exciting to be a Scotland fan when you're thinking about you've got the choice between O'Donnell or Parson there's no really a bad choice there I think Parson should start based on the fact that everybody keeps saying oh Parson and Gilmore they're going to be the future of Scottish football I think we need to start embracing future and getting these guys playing getting them integrated in the team as much as possible get them starting it's not as if he's not good enough to do it. He's proved that he's good enough to do it. As has Gilmore. I think both of them should start. I think both of them should play. Yeah, um, I, I like your use of the word future, James. Hang on a second. I'm going to play this clip and you can let me know what you think because Nathan Patterson has been speaking to the media um, on Scotland duty. He says he's only focused on his future with Rangers in Scotland. He was a target for Everton in the summer with those two bids. He says he just tries to take himself away from any speculation. Obviously nice to see that teams are interested but I'm only interested in just playing football um, that's the stuff that comes with it and I'm, I'm not really aware of anything that, anything that happens I just go on the pitch and do do, do my, my thing and um, just let the, the, the outside talk just need to fill yourself with the right people keep your, keep your feet grounded and just focus on your football and that's what I've been doing To be fair, all the lads are good um, we're all here for one reason and that's to, to represent our country and do well um, hopefully we can all work together and get the results that uh, everyone wants and um, we can have a good performance on, on Saturday and um, in Faroe Islands as well uh, James you, you think definitely now is the now is the time he obviously came into your Rangers team at the weekend didn't he he came into the Rangers team and honestly you wouldn't you wouldn't think you were missing your captain he didn't look at a place at all in fact he looked like one of the better players in the team obviously the ball for Roof's goal was something else as well so it was it is a special, special young talent and to see him evolving into a, a proper proper player, I mean I think he could be world class one day and hopefully stay at Rangers for the long term. 
as opposed to the short term. I know Mark was saying that he's going to move and probably move for big money, but hopefully that's further down the line because he is. He's when you watch him play, it's not just what he does on the ball; it's what he does off the ball as well. It's for the young guy, he's got mm-hmm. a bit of good football head on his shoulders. Just to explore this a bit further, then let's think specifically about Saturday and, and mm. see if that makes any difference. I know you've you've both gone in nice and early. You predicted that, that Stephen O'Donnell plays. Let me just test that theory a little bit. So. I think most people would If you go to Austria For instance And you're you're the underdog If you like And you're expecting To do a lot of defending Those are certainly The nights that he picks Stephen O'Donnell 100% Because you, know, you sense That he trusts him In a, in a defensive capacity Stevie Clark's Three high points As Scotland manager Serbia England Austria Stephen O'Donnell's played In every one of them Right so I would agree With you on that front How many times Have we played Israel We're absolutely sick of them we have not performed as well against them as we should have Time and time and time again They're decent But they're Israel And it's at home Is this the time to Try something different? And is that is that one of the things that can be tried different? It, to, to, to give them something different to think about To go on the front foot a little bit more Yeah, I, I think what you're trying to say, Gordon Is that you, you reckon that Patterson Going forward is a better option A better... A better player than and and O'Donnell's got his strengths and O'Donnell, as Mark rightly said, well, it shouldn't be overlooked. That Stephen O'Donnell's running has got him into some brilliant uh, positions for well, Scotland well, in, in the nearly, last few games. Yeah, he's, he's nearly scored a few goals as well. Um, he'll give you everything he's got. I, I agree with the two callers about Patterson. We're not doubting that the lad is a terrific football player. He's going to have a great future. And as I said, and I didn't mean that. I don't care. It's if if I I'm just if, winding you up. You've if, taken that to heart. I have. And if I look at the team, if I look at the team on Saturday and it's Patterson mm. in there at wing back, mm. I'm happy. If it's O'Donnell, I'm happy because I know they won't let them down. Whether Patterson starts on Saturday or doesn't, he is going to be our yeah. future but, wing back. But, but that's the easy bit. It's easy to predict that. It's also easy to predict that Stephen O'Donnell will play. I think that's the safe bet. If I asked you to, you've got a pound for cash for kids, who are you putting it on? I think even James would probably acknowledge that whilst it's not his decision, Stephen O'Donnell's the man with the jersey if yeah. if you like but what what about that is is there a chance there out of the two is he the slightly more offensive are you asking I, if we I, were the manager who we'd pick is, that, is, is this right okay I'll go I'll go first then no, for uh, this game for this game at home I would probably go with Patterson okay because I because th- but you've just said he's the man with the jersey and he never lets you down defensively. I don't and... look. I, 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 <laughs> does Nicky are against I, does no, Nicky. I've got a lot of t- Stephen O'Donnell. I've got a lot of time for him. I'm saying if I'm the manager, but you're going to drop him. I've got I, a lot of time for you, Stephen, I, but you're I, dropped. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got to make big decisions. I think that Patterson is a better fall. See for this game, forward-thinking player, right? Mm. If I was away from home, I would probably go with O'Donnell, right? But if okay. I if I was lining up on Saturday. I would bring in Stephen and sit him down, or I would just nip down the Airbus Road and see him, and tell him, look, you've been brilliant, but I just feel that the energy of Patterson the right, and with the quality he's got, and the quality mm. of Robertson makes a pitch <laughs> I think very Stephen wide. Adonno would have fell asleep by the ah, time he heard gone. this from Absolutely ah, gone. I would have been away. James, I think you've convinced <laughs> one of them anyway. That's a start. To be fair, it was going DL, it's not really that hard, is it? He's easily <laughs> influenced. <laughs> All right, I'm going by Donnell. Take that one, James. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited either way I think this is one of the best chances we've got To qualify for a World Cup since 98 So I know the Euros is good But you know, the games themselves are a bit of a letdown But 
I think when it comes to the World Cup, you really want to be there, and this is the best chance to get there. So. I like it James I like your case Thank you very much James In Knightswood He's in the hat For the tickets as well 01419511025 We'll hear from you next You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson And Gordon Diel Are here It's 01419511025 If you want to get in touch With the guys tonight Your reminder That every caller Who gets through Goes into the hat For the Scotland tickets For Saturday As well So pick up that phone And uh, not only Could you speak to these two You could potentially Go along to a sold out Clash at Hamden As well Let's bring it in I'll tell you what We've got Craig on the line But I'm just going to set the, the scene a little bit For Craig on the Scotland stuff at the moment Let's hear a bit from Callum McGregor The Celtic captain Says the Euros experience Has made the players Even hungrier for success As you all know I've just said Israel Sold out game on Saturday Looking to strengthen the grip On second essentially In the group I think first is Beyond us And the Celtic man says They can take confidence From previous results Against them Even though it's not always Gone our way We're working hard This week in training Again we'll be prepared properly Hopefully that you know, a little psychological edge that, you know, we've had good results in the past that we can, you know, we can try and produce another one uh, come Saturday. They're right up there, you know, it's just as important. Like you said, the, the playoff semi-final, um, we don't we don't get there if we don't um, top the group in the Nations League. So it's almost been like a progression and it was, you know, it was obviously a brilliant experience. Um, you know, the whole month leading up to it, uh, the camp we had away and then, you know, we met up at the hotel, everything felt so big, felt so real and... And uh, to have that experience behind you again just makes you so hungry to, to try and get to another one um, in terms of major tournaments. You know, this we're trying to get to the World Cup for the first time in, in however many years as well. So we have to try and draw on that big game experience that we've, we've learned from for the major tournament. And and like I said, we have to perform on the night to, to make it happen. So, you know, that's what the full focus will be on this week. Obviously, there are no guarantees. But do you think, the, you know, the Euros, everybody just keeps kept banging on in the summer about how, how disappointing the Euros was, and it was. But see, just simply by getting there, do you think it can help shift the mindset? Because unfortunately, for 22 years or whatever it was, let's be honest, there would have been players turning up to international squads thinking, Scotland don't qualify for tournaments. We, ju- we just don't. But now we do. And I wonder if that just adds something, shifts the mindset Psychologically, slightly. yeah, I think it does. I think it matters that our players went to a major tournament, got involved with, with everything that came with it, got involved with the optimism of the country, albeit short-lived, but they saw what it meant and they were part of it, you know, away at a training base. Um, the, the media, the world's media, obviously covered the Euros um, and being involved in that, I think it does make a difference. You know, not to say that Oh we've had a bit Yeah we, we must get more But just the whole surrounding It makes you feel um, I think bigger As a player If that makes any sense So I, I think it does Make a difference And Maybe that's Little things like that Gets us over the line Against Austria Hopefully gets us over the line Against Israel And if we make those playoffs Might be the The turning point for us Yeah I certainly agree I think 100% um, It gives you the confidence uh, You see what it's all about and it gives you that determination to go back, Gordon, to another one. Because you're not telling me as much as the players will be disappointed. You're not telling me they didn't enjoy every single minute of the, the Euros with the country behind them, the, the publicity, the excitement. So I'm sure every mm-hmm. single player there will be wanting to go back to a, another tournament. Uh, I don't know if there's some sort of Knightswood theme that I'm unaware of tonight, but I think a few of the callers already. Craig is another one. Take it away, Craig. Hi Gordon How's it going? Um, yeah not too bad good. yourself Yeah all good all good 
Hi, Pano. He's okay. Yeah, James. Yeah, Brilliant, okay. Craig. Who's <laughs> James? Uh, I'm writing James. So yeah. Aye. Uh, aye. Craig, do us a favour, nip in and tell James to go off the phone, would you? Aye, aye. You want to come back in the room, Gordon? <laughs> Honestly, Craig, do you see what I have to put up with here? I'm actually getting Craig's name. Yeah. I'll cut him a bit of slack. I think the previous caller was James from Knightswood or something. But anyway, Craig, what's your point tonight? Yeah, it's just in the whole Nathan Parson debate. I was a big believer and I had many discussions with my mates uh, around the, the Euro squad and I said even though they didn't play much uh, first team football I believed that Barts and Gilmore should have been in the Euro squad if, if for anything just the experience that McGregor was talking about there now these guys seem to have kicked on a bit further and they're, they're playing really further and we need to start using these guys to build for the future. If we don't qualify for this one, then these guys are going to be well prepared because they've been in a tournament. They know the expectations. We just need to start building rather going, we'll try the tried and tested like we've done for the last 22 years without getting anywhere, playing guys that probably should never have been anywhere near a Scotland jersey, but they've been tried and tested at, at club level in the region. And we're giving them We're just flying caps about Just for the sake of it Do you think we are Do you think we're still doing that though Craig You know I always hear that generalisation And you've mentioned one of them So for a start And I know people would say it's obvious Well Billy Gilmore played at the Euros And he would have played the third game If he didn't have Covid And of course we would have won that And we would have got to the quarters And the semis And, and mm. so on And he would have continued to play um, Tongue slightly in cheek um, but, but he's there And he started the last three games I think In the, in the triple header He'll play again this weekend He's 20 And I know it seems slow But the squad actually Is evolving a little bit You know The Ollie McBurnies The Callum Pattersons The, the mm-hmm. John Flex The Lee Griffiths the, They're no longer there Andy Considine Declan Gallagher So it feel, people I think Always feel like We just keep using the same uh, names But if you go through it Who came on in the last game as well Lewis Ferguson's 22 David Turnbull's 22 Nathan Patterson started against Moldova He's 19 So I, I get the point Craig But I wonder if that is actually happening Maybe not like as quickly as you want But I, I wonder if you've been a bit over the top In suggesting that we don't do that Yeah well possibly But then you look at the three goalkeepers That we took to the Euros I mean they're all over what 35 Oh yeah we've got a problem in that area for sure So uh, but you, you can't tell me that we've not got one place for your club, um, Liam Kelly, who's an outstanding talent. Why, why, why do we not give guys like that a chance just to even be in the squad? Oh, yes, he is. He's in the squad. He's in the squad. Uh, he, he's in now. But what I'm saying is, it's that for that Euros as well. It was a tried and tested. We went right. We'll go for Marshall. We'll go for Gordon. And we'll go for McLaughlin. But surely, surely these guys for the Euros deserved the, the opportunity, Craig. They're the guys that got you there, the Donalds of this world. They were the guys that, that, that got us to the Euros. Well, take the goalies, for instance. Marshall literally got, got us there. Yeah. And Craig Gordon is still the number one. And as good as Liam Kelly is, and we're glad he's in the squad, I don't think anyone's arguing Pro- about yeah. the number one keeper just now. problem with that argument is, yeah, the goalies that we've had are been pretty good. Doesn't matter about their age. Similarly, it doesn't matter if you're young enough, if you're good enough, you're in. If you're old enough, if you're old and you're 35 and you're still producing world class saves and you're the best goalkeeper, then you're playing. You don't just throw a young boy in to hopefully evolve. If Craig Gordon keeps up the form he's in at the minute and he keeps it up for the next couple of years, then he should be Scotland's number one for the next couple of years. 
Craig's argument about young players and coming through I, I, I like the thought of And I think we all like the thought of This young group coming through But you're right Gordon When you look at the team just now It is taking on a different shape It is getting more settled There is youth uh, on our side There are plenty of years ahead of these boys It's not like Do you not think there are good balance in there as well Mark And you, you, listen we've played the game You know that The experience you get from the experienced guys you know, just working beside them day in, day out, picking up good habits. As much as everybody wants to see the youth, and we all agree, and we have got, got some talent, the experienced guys play such a major role in it. Uh, I take it, Craig, you're like the other callers before you, Patterson, to play at the weekend? Uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely say so. Um, yeah, O'Donnell's not let, let Scotland down, but I think I think he's got to play. It really has. It gives us even more balance with Germany and Patterson in each side. It's not a one one-sided mm-hmm. team. Then the, the two of them are, are giving you that that option in both flanks, and it, I, I just think it, it's really exciting to have two fullbacks and a team like that that can absolutely drive us forward. Mark is someone who was a equally capable left back as mm. right back. I mean, not everyone was as, as versatile as you. No, you could have done the job I, I on the other side. Did the other night there? Um, oh, did you think? Yes. Uh, yeah, he did actually. Um, what about this notion of balance? Yeah, you need it, but I, I wouldn't say that we're unbalanced at the minute. I, I get Craig's point as Nathan Parsons great going forward and breath of fresh air. But Stephen O'Donnell, you know, drives us up the pitch in that right wing back role. They're different types, aren't they? O'Donnell's yeah. clearly good at sort of. Galloping into the space, space in front that's of there. Yeah. Pa- is Patterson more comfortable at, at say standing up a fullback and knocking it past? I him? would say so. If I had to, if I had to pick between the two, Nathan Parson definitely in that final third. You give him the ball, he's definitely better, quality better. He could go past people or drop your shoulder. Um, Stephen O'Donnell slightly different. You know when he gets in the final third, maybe a wee bit more hit and miss with his final delivery. But in terms of opening his legs up and. Taking the team up the pitch From 18 yard box to 18 yard box I think he's done a, a terrific job so far So it all depends what Steve Clark sees on the day What he sees Israel thrown at us on Saturday Who the right back will be up against All these will come into his mind who he picks uh, Thank you Craig It was lovely to hear from you Craig goes into the hat Let's also add Davy and Pollock into the hat Hi Davy. How you doing guys? Good, good evening everybody How's it going? Not bad at all I, My point is I'll be back about uh, just before the Euros I came on the show twice mm-hmm. And we had the same argument And I heard somebody saying there That Gilmer was included in the pool Gilmer was not included in the pool Gilmer at the start of the Euros Was not included And neither was Parson And I came on and I said Why these two young boys Not in the pool and getting a game Now if any of these two players were Dutch German, Swedish A lot of nationalities through the world Football They would be in their teams at the top level this minute in time, without any doubt. Now, if anybody can tell me, and I've nothing against the boy O'Donnell, I see Matt's in there constantly backing this guy up. And by the way, he's done okay. He's known the same class, known the same class as Patterson. Either that, or it'd be an eight million bid put in for him. And what Patterson's got, and I'm not saying anything against O'Donnell. I think O'Donnell played well again in England, and I think he's done well, the boy. But he's got over the top now. Over the top, I think last year he wasn't getting a game before he came to the Scotland team. Now, but as I say, he done well. 
But he's not the same class as Patterson What do you mean David That they weren't in the Euro squad They, they were in the Euro squad What do you mean Of course they were in the Euro squad But they weren't picked for the first The first actual squad They weren't, they weren't included in the squad Look back and you'll find out they weren't, exclu- they weren't included in the squad What you mean the starting you mean the, Do you mean the starting 11 against Czech Republic No no I'm talking about the pool They were I'm, the squad The pool They were named in the Euro squad No, I, I know they were named in the Euro squad but not for the pre the friendlies before the Euro squad was picked. Go back, go back a wee bit. Maybe, maybe the first one, but the, uh, the first one before the Euro squad was picked. But before that, they were never mentioned. Well, the squads before the Euros, yeah, you're right. But but they were in the Euro squad, and and the one, you know, I don't think there's any debate about that. Maybe we're just splitting hairs here. But no, you're right. They they came in. That was their first call-ups, if mm-hmm. you like. Uh, so I, I get Davy's point on that. Um, David, David's point about me You, you said David March on here Backing up Stephen O'Donnell and it, But why Why should I not Back up Stephen O'Donnell Stephen O'Donnell Has been given a chance To play for Scotland And he's done well He's done well So why would I come on And say Anything other than What I've just said there I And I've again David I've said Nathan Patterson I think he's a terrific player I think he will move For big money He's played 20 odd games in his career And that's not to say That he shouldn't He shouldn't go into A Scotland squad But He's got genuine competition there It's not as if it's an empty jersey That Nathan Parson Were looking about and saying Well Is it a choice between Robertson going Right wing back Or, or, or should we shift someone Nathan Parson should play He's got someone ahead of him Who's been established In the manager's plans Who have done well Against Outstanding opponents I'm talking England and when you look at the other sides he's he's played against outstanding opponents and done well. So that's the reason why I'm backing him up. No. Maybe. Yeah. What about Harland? What about as Belling Bellamy who plays for England plays for England at nineteen years of age? I think he's eighteen when he played made his England debut. Should Bellingham. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bellingham, sorry. Yeah, no, no, Bellingham. what 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 about him? We're, I'm talking about I'm backing up Stephen O'Donnell. You're saying to me Mark's on here backing him up. I'm backing him up because he's done a good job for Scotland. I think this argument with Nathan Parson and Stephen O'Donnell often results in Stephen O'Donnell being put down. Like it's his fault that Nathan Parson's emerging. I think it's great we've got the two of them. But I don't see there being a... Sorry, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I'm just stating that the, the one they brought in at the beginning because because this is Scotland's problem and it's a youth problem. It's the same at Ibrox. Not so much Celtic Park, but Ibrox. They don't give youth a chance or some young boys that's in the, the in the younger age groups who should be put in there and they're not in because they're free to lose a game. But Scotland, it's a different kettle of fish altogether. You take the best players for the best clubs and Patterson should be playing on Saturday or whenever it is, no problem. I think a lot of people might agree with Davy. Gordon, do we have some sort of... I think every Rangers fan agrees with Davy. Do we have some Let's sort of... No, I'm talking about generally, are we a little bit cautious? Could we could we take the plunge a bit earlier if it even is? Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not going in the argument because of the age situation, right? Because I think that Parsons and Rangers first team, uh, and and Sunday, sorry, because he's a terrific player, and the manager trusts him, and I'm sure that Steve Clark will look at Patterson and think he's my best option on Saturday night. I would trust him. I'm not looking at age here, but I agree with what Mark's saying. I said earlier, Gordon, if I'm the manager uh, on Saturday night, I'm going to play Patterson, right? And, and that's nothing against Stephen O'Donnell. I'm playing Patterson. But standing in Steve Clark's shoes, 
I will be astonished if Stephen O'Donnell doesn't run out there. And I, as I said, I'll keep saying it, I don't mm. care because Stephen O'Donnell will not let their country down because he's been terrific. I think he agrees with you, Davy. Thank you very much. That was Davy and Pollock. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 How glad am I that we've got the show back on to distract you two Because Gordon DL was just The MLS was mm. on TV And it was Portland against Houston And he was just telling us he's been And mm. we said To which one? Mm-hmm. And you said You're not sure But you've been to one of them But they're, they're quite far apart <laughs> Right what? I know geography is not your strong point But Portland to Houston's it's about, it's, They're not next door It's not a taxi ride No um, I've been to one I can't uh, right, what one What's d- making you get These two mixed up though That's the bit I can't I understand I can't remember what ones Nothing alike Owen Coyle was the manager of Houston one. Actually we're not being there right, okay. Houston, Texas That'll do Right okay Is it? Uh, Let's bring in John John's actually in a rush And we're talking nonsense John in Kings Park Take it away Hi guys Hi Gordon Gordon and Mark Hello Hi, Gordon uh, Gordon you giving the show you, you said that a wee while ago It's, 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 it's only Israel I think you said that anyway It's only Israel Israel have got a guy called Solomon playing for him at, uh, outside left and I think that's what's going to determine who Steve Clark plays at right back mm-hmm. the guy's different class he plays with Shakhtar the next. Yeah, he's, he's tortured Scotland the last few times tortured uh, them yeah listen my choice of words isn't always great John the, the point I meant was there, there are going to be games where you go away from home and you're a proper underdog Israel are, are, are good but the, the point was they've got to be at a level where we want to impose our game on them that, that's what I was trying to get across but John is it, totally understand that but what I'm saying is Scotland's not really been able to impose their on, on Israel in the last two yeah, games I, know. I mean it was a penalty shootout uh, it was a penalty shootout in uh, what was it uh, was it 2-1 or 3-2 or something like that so they're close game mm-hmm. this is a cup final for Israel as well so take care of Solomon and there's a good chance of winning the game that's all I was that's all I was trying to say John's right We unfortunately we know we know all about Israel we've not had it our own way and I think we're I'm going to kind of back myself up. We're sort of both right here because John's right to kind of pull me up on that. The, the reason I raised it is we've done that so many times. Can we find a different solution this time? Can this be the one where we actually do show that, that we're supposed to be the, the favourites for a game like this? But they've got some cracking players, Mark. Um, Solomon has been magnificent yeah. against us. So I'm playing in the Champions League last week. Zahavi's goal scoring record mm. for Israel is outrageous. Um, the first time we played them, the James Forrest hat trick won. Uh, Manus de Boer was like the main man back then And he's actually not even been guaranteed to start I think in the previous matches But he's still there Names that we know Like El Hamed uh, Beton Marciano in goal um, Eli Dasa Who I must admit Was not a name I knew Until he somehow Gets the better of Andy Robertson Every time we play Or, yeah. or certainly gives him a really tough game So um, I think it's going, going to be tricky Yeah I think going forward And John's right Going forward Israel Are a force to be reckoned with You know that the days are coming up against teams and now your top level teams like your your household names uh, and thinking it's easy are gone. These teams all have players who are playing individually at, at the top level around the world, you know, and to think that we are going to go in and just overrun Israel, it, it, it's not a way international football works. We can all see that. Even the minnows in international football have some decent players, but Israel certainly have some no. dangerous players going forward. John, given that that history, then and, and you've mentioned that, that that they have been tight. Can we? Do you think we've got it in our locker to do something different, to try something different, to make it a different type of game, so that it's not as 
as tight as the previous meetings have been? Well, all I, all I was trying to point out was that who's going to be playing right back if it's a uh, young Patterson or if it's going to be O'Donnell, who can take care of that guy best? Because that's the mm-hmm. that's the guy that will pull the strings for Israel. Yeah. And he has been, and he's different class for Shakhtar than this. If you watch the Champions League, that's all I was trying to point out. That's what will determine who's going to play right back, I think. Yeah, it's a very good point. And actually, I wonder if, because we always we always oversimplify things. Now we've got it as if all we need to do is get Patterson or O'Donnell, get that right, and, and, and that's it, as if that's the only talking point. Solomon, the guy that John's on about, the goal that he scored, remember after that night in here, we stayed till midnight mm-hmm. in Serbia, it was great. And then we got we got brought back down to earth a little bit because we went to Israel and lost one nil. Um, actually played okay second half. Solomon scored the goal, and if memory serves me right, it was Scott McTominay who gave a tough time for that goal. I think he cut in. McTominay was the right of the three. Mm. I think he tied McTominay knots if I've remembered the goal properly. Now Grant Hanley suspended. What happens there? Does Jack Hendry? Move into the middle And Scott McTominay Comes in at right centre back Or does Scott McTominay Go straight in At, at the, the centre The centre of the three Or have I completely Left field And we're thrown in Liam Cooper Or Scott McKenna or... No I don't think We're thrown in uh, Cooper uh, I think McTominay Will come in Interesting what you say Gordon Look Steve Clark Will have looked at this He'll look at Israel's weaknesses And strengths it's not the fact that you're going up one against one. It's stopping the supply. Him. That's that's it first and foremost that he'll be looking at. How can we stop the supply of the guy? How can when the uh, gets it because uh, John Wright is a, a very very talented player. You know, doubling up, making sure he's not got the space where to show him whether it's inside down the line. Where so all these tactics will be done. On your question, I think I don't think. Um, I think McTominay will play right side mm. I think Henry pl- is more used to playing the centre one for club Yeah um, At club level mark McTominay has played on the right before um, I, it, was, it was off air so this is besides the point I asked Marvin Bartley and Andy Haldy We were talking about it in the office last night What's the easier of, of the roles? And they, they said it's, it's the middle one Definitely oh. definitely the middle one So is that a solution then? Or what, how do you see it? I Personally I would put Henry on the right just okay, keep yeah, him there. Just for his pace, keep him there. Tommy's no slouch though. He's no slouch, but I think Henry would be more comfortable. I think McTominay, the central one's probably more likely to get in the ball and play. Um well, I, I think McTominay. I, 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 I sort of disagree with that, man. I think that if you look at Tierney down the left coming out with the ball, mm-hmm. linking up with Robertson, I think we're very strong there. I think the other side, I think McTominay's better coming out and linking up because he is a midfield player. And he can pick okay. the diagonal passes So me, that's the reason I went for it Right, we'll leave it there John in Kings Park Thank you very much You're in the hat for the tickets as well uh, What have we got on messages coming in? Scott Kirkland says Patterson to come on for Stephen O'Donnell After an hour if needed It's not as if we're not bringing him into the fold He's clearly going to be there for years to come uh, It's not always about the best individual player Maybe about being used to playing with the centre-backs The goalkeeper Andy Robertson will push forward So maybe a bit more reserved on the other side is required. There we go. A bit of a balance to round off that first hour. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Unbelievable scenes on last night's Beat the Pundit. Oh, Maham. Halliday lost. Yes. Oh. Only got one right. He was all over the place. Halliday only got one. The guy. Glad I wasn't on that. The guy has <laughs> been an. 
stalwart of Beat the Pundit He's been yeah. winning left, right and centre Ever since he joined the show He was m- terrible last night Only got one right and lost Which means We've given away two signed balls already this week The listeners are in front You didn't give away one and choose So I need you to, to be bang at it tonight, okay? Yep 01419511025 Lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Played one super scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's beat the pundit time. The nation is still reeling from last night's shock. Just when we thought Andy Halliday was unbeatable, he got one <clears throat> right. One. And it was right at the end as well. He was terrible. And he lost 2 1. And but he was he was, he pretended at the time he was okay about it. He was giving it all that. No, I'm glad the pressure's off now. I'm fed up you mm. talking about my winning Didn't one. Sleep last well, night. seeing the way out the door at eight o'clock, he was still talking about it, and he said the question that was just was going to keep him up at night was, um, and I, I gave it to Gordon during the break <laughs> as as an example. The question was, which instrument features on the club crest of Hibs? Quick. Be honest. No, no, no. Don't you answer. Be honest, right? Mm-hmm. I know you're a man of integrity When I asked you that During the break yeah. What instrument Instrument Is on the the club crest of Hibs What did you say? Cannon Cannon <laughs> <laughs> You don't see many of them In an orchestra <laughs> But no, these days I was actually Just went Edinburgh Castle what I, said, I said instrument I know But I didn't really Take, take on board what you were saying. Mark, what would you go for? A harp. It was a harp. Uh, to, and to, How did you know that? I can't. Know to be fair to Andy, he could play it. He was doing a great mime, but he, yeah. he couldn't give us the, well, the, the word. Cannon was better. Anyway, let's see what we've got tonight. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish football. Right, let's see if we can go one better tonight. The listeners are winning this week. Max is on the line from Newton Mearns. How's it going, Max? Very well, thank you. How are you guys doing? Good, thank you, Max. You must, you must fancy your chances against Mr. Cannon over here. <laughs> Absolutely. Surely. I'd love to play. I'd love to play Mr. Gordon DL. There you go. You're See, a man you're in demand. A name. A name for you, Max. Nope. <laughs> Why do you assume that? Because Max Newton Merns. I used to live in Newton Merns. Not many Maxes about. And do you know A Max from Newton Merns? I know T Max. Um, okay. I think I know this guy here. No, he, what was he, that a joke? Was that a joke? T-Max T-Max I think he means TK-Max so <laughs> 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 no, That doesn't work <laughs> You're missing the most important bit <laughs> do, do you want to know what's even, e- you know what's even worse about that? What? How bad is it that I can interpret? I know like, I know, I know what's going through his head I, Okay It was a very I, but, no, but Do you know what that was? That was your Charlie Nicholas You should have worn your glasses <laughs> Jeff uh, moment I was actually But I think In all seriousness Max, in all Max yeah. Does he know you know? Uh, I don't think so That's no. fine good yeah, You don't want to be hanging about with him anyway uh, Heads <laughs> Heads it's Mark <laughs> Tails it's TK Max um, It's heads Anyway there we go After all that uh, um, all it been? You. Max. You're right. unbeaten this season aren't you? Uh, yeah 100% Ooh, yeah. Come on Max uh, Right let's give Mark some Clyde 2 to listen to Max 30 seconds Answer as many questions right as you can And if you do not know You can pass and move on to the next one okay? Brilliant. 30 seconds starting now Which Rangers manager signed Philip Senderos and Nico Cranchar? Pass Which country have been top of the men's FIFA World Rankings since October 2018? Belgium Who was the last man to play in goal for Scotland before Marshall or Gordon? Alan McGregor Who is the most recently appointed manager across the SPFL? Pass. Name any of the Scotland men's team squad Who's played in the Champions League group stages this season 
Andy Robertson Which Scottish side are nicknamed the Red Lickties? Our both. Okay, let's bring Mark Wilson back Mark, can you hear us? <laughs> he's uh, furiously scribbling down the answers To prove that he's I hope he's that's what he's doing I can only see him from shoulders down <laughs> over yeah. here I hope he's scri- furiously scribbling uh, Max, he's great. Uh, Max was alright, yeah, you ready? Yeah, yeah 30 seconds, let's go Which Rangers manager signed Philippe Senderos and Nico Crancher? Uh, Kishina Which country have been top of the men's FIFA World Ranking since October 2018? Belgium Who was the last man to play in Scotland before Marshall or Gordon? Pass Who's the most recently appointed manager across the SPFL? Tam Courts Name any Scotland men's team member Who played in the Champions League group stages this season Andy Robertson Which Scottish cider nicknamed the Red Lichties? Arbroath Max, what's the verdict? I think he's picked me by one oh, I've had a nightmare as well sure. You must have been hopeless sure. At least, to be fair Mark You can at least show your face Because Max is a Rangers fan And he got that first one Wrong yeah. oh, I, um, well, I think he passed And you said Kashinia It was Mark Warburton uh, yeah, you Oh yeah, yeah, remember, yeah 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 Sendros 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 Celtic Celtic Park, And yeah. so on um, So nil nil Great start guys um, Belgium have been top of the Men's world oh. ranking Since 2018 You both got it The last man to play in goal For Scotland before Marshall or Gordon I went McGregor So did Max And you McLaughlin You, you passed, passed it though Yeah But it is John McLaughlin Yeah Yeah so I'm afraid None of you got that Seriously who is the most recently <laughs> appointed manager? And I even tried to emphasise this across the SPFL. Oh, SPFL! I still want to have got it. Jim Duffy. Duffy. Oh, no, Jim I still want to have got it. Own. Did Max get that? No, he didn't. Ah, uh, so we're still level. Name any Scotland men's team member who played in the group stages this season. You had the choice of Jack Hendry, Scott McTominay, or Andy Robertson. 2 2. Our bro. Our nickname, the Red Lickties. Max got Did that he? as well Oh no 3-3 three, three. And that's it We're done We're on to the tiebreaker Oh come on TK So here we go Where's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my question again I'm oh, sure I got it somewhere This is, ten, this is to end the 100% record Come on Max. It is indeed Right yeah. here's the deal Max I'm going to ask the question I'll get Mark to write his answer down And I will then invite you To give me your attempt Okay Brilliant Bit of tension mm. How many up. players Are currently signed To teams in the Scottish top flight Who are out with From out with The UK and Ireland So across the entire Top flight How many players Are signed to Scottish top flight teams From out with The UK and Ireland Mark write it down please And show me your answer Quickly We don't have all night Okay alright Alright Right okay Max what are you going for <laughs> You've got a smile On your face So 30 Max has gone 30 which seems very low Mark's, is, Mark's gone 150 <laughs> Which seems pretty high <laughs> Does that seem high? Oh. Do you know what's embarrassing about this? Producer Callum Just in case has got his calculator out I don't need the calculator for this Max The answer is 65 Well done The sign ball is on oh. its way To Newton Mearns And Mark Wilson has been beaten For the first time this oh, season You beauty Max That's a ridiculous question Max, do you, well, no. do you want to know what's worse about this, Max? See when I said it's 65 in the same ball Mark was still looking at me blankly Thinking that he maybe was closer His <laughs> 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 arithmetic is not as good as it should be So Max oh, Well I'll, done, Max Since Gordon seems to know Newton Mern so well I'll get him to drop the ball off at you, okay? 
Hanover Mills lives I drop off Max Good man That was Max Well done to you And what about that this week Seriously 3-1 To the listeners this week You've lost that So they've lost Monday, Wednesday, Thursday Only victory was you on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. What is happening here? Yeah, we're running out of balls. It was not a guy called Max from Newton Mearns. I, I knew Max was going to be clever. Aye. No, no, no. It wasn't that good though. He drew well, the questions were hard. And then you made a backside didn't even of get the, the Rangers the question. Tiebreaker. Oh yeah, the questions See, were difficult. So so Max is So twelve teams, right? I'm just gonna embarrass you further. Twelve teams in mm-hmm. the premiership. Yeah. You think on average there are fewer than three players per team from out with the UK and Ireland? Maybe I've not understood the question. No, to say, be fair. I'm going to be honest. I was all over. I was sort of just going along with that question. Because actually, uh, someone can do this. I would bet that between Celtic and Rangers alone, there will be 30 players from out with the UK or Ireland. Must be. Yeah. To be fair. Sorry, what is it? Read the question again. I didn't even know the question. Read the question. How many players are currently signed to teams in the Scottish top flight who are from out with the UK and Ireland? Right, so um, Right if, What chance have you got in, in here, honestly If you don't even That's a pretty simple question yeah. I don't know, I think it's poorly worded uh, It's poorly worded what, what you, <laughs> See, be fair I, I thought it was poorly uh, worded well, I don't know who's come and, up with that and question to, And to be fair You, my friend Are not the best barometer No How, What do you think it meant? <laughs> I uh, have no idea I don't know Anyway, I got it wrong He's still, he's still, he's still no getting, He's going to listen to the pod, podcast tomorrow Still get it wrong 140 oh, I might change that Didn't you 120 aye, aye. Anyway well done Max Ended the record So I'm still up there I'm still yeah. at the top of the table I think You will be um, Right let's go back to the phones You two are annoying me More than usual 01419511025 It's a way to get himself a new cut price designer jumper I can't even believe I missed out the key Uh, (laughs) Andy It looks like you've been in there as well today with that jumper you've got on (laughs) Could you forget? Andy's on the line Andy, take it away, what's your point tonight? Um, A wee bit out with uh, international football Go for it, I like that It's just a big story breaking in British football today Was Newcastle being taken over by um, uh, the foreign East Consortium or whatever it is It's now going to be one of the richest clubs in the world And the the reports coming out um, Was Stephen Gerrard Is near the top of the list To replace Steve Bruce's manager um, Now I'm just wondering Do you think he would go um, With the money I know you can't spend it until January Do you think he would go With the kind of money they're going to be spending in January And, and uh, close season next season um, I did, I did see this Andy And it interests me Because sometimes Yeah well I think the article I saw Had Stephen Gerrard as second favourite You know for the Newcastle job Something like that And Mark it's never easy to tell If that's based on anything whatsoever Or if it just sounds good Because he's a big name And you know Bookies want to drum up a bit of interest Or people have stuck a bit of money on it And then that's what dictates it I don't know I don't know if there's anything in it But Andy's Andy's asking the question I, I don't know if Would Newcastle come asking And if they did yeah, Well I guess it's based on Stephen Gerrard Like you said Being one a big name But two um, Being successful You know First couple of years Yep Not successful He wins the league He's record In European competition I think he's certainly got people down south Sitting up and taking notice Tactically He he understands that side of the game um, Where his team are maybe second favourites And I think a 
club like Newcastle with that fan base, the size of the club, with the money it's coming into it, yeah, would be looking at someone with with his experience, you know, who has dealt in high pressure environment that of course Glasgow brings and can you know tactically work out things you know against bigger sides. Newcastle are a huge club, but when they come up against the, the bigger teams in the English Premier League, you've got to come up with a game plan and Steven Gerrard certainly fits that mould. I think at the moment, Andy, it's clearly not based on, on much at this stage. Tell us how you feel as a Rangers fan then. Is that the type of thing that, that worries you? Do, do you think that that's something that could be around the corner? I don't know. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't, I'm not saying Newcastle's a weird club. Well, personally, I think Newcastle is a weird club in Rangers. Rangers are a bigger club, um, obviously playing in a weird league, and and I'm wondering whether the money is going to be available to the new manager, whoever it is, going into Newcastle, would tempt him. The only thing that would maybe go against him, I know his ambitions and everything's pointing towards him being like an ex Liverpool manager. Um, it would maybe, I don't know, maybe spoil. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know the relationship between Newcastle and. Liverpool have never um, there's no the greatest kind of thing so that would maybe spoil his uh, his kind of rep and maybe his chances of going to Liverpool Gordon uh, it looks clear that the new Newcastle owners will get rid of Steve Bruce yeah. and appoint someone else if you were looking for a name a statement someone who everyone in England would at least take notice of and um, has heard of and all the rest of it I mean obviously Stephen Gerrard ticks those boxes but what do you think is that likely? Um, well, I know what Andy's saying there. I don't really take into consideration the size of the clubs and the reason being, uh, at the time when Brendan Rodgers left Celtic to go to Leicester, I wouldn't say that Leicester's a bigger club than than what Celtic was, but he decided that was a stepping stone for him. And what's interesting about this, I, I'll always back our clubs. Our, our two big clubs are can compete with anyone if you're talking about big clubs. The difference mm. is they don't have the money. However... Newcastle are a big club They're genuinely a big club And now you're talking about them Being one of the richest in the yeah, world yeah. So I'm not even saying that see, Makes a difference to Stephen Gerrard Just a, a side note Look Stephen Gerrard will be Up there uh, With people thinking about The next manager But I always think that Something like this Gordon As big as it is I think the new owners coming in Will already have their man Ready to put in place I don't think you take yeah, over. A... I think Andy's saying, "What if that man is Stephen Gerrard?" Um, I I don't think it will no. be. No. Uh, well, Andy, you can uh, hopefully the guys have put your mind at ease. They're not convinced at this stage, but if they are wrong, you can phone us back and uh, vent your frustrations. Nathan is also a Rangers fan. I think he's heard Andy's call and wants to put his tuppence worth in. Nathan, what do you think? It's honestly, he's not going to take that risk. He goes down to Newcastle, like. Obviously, they aren't going to be able to spend money. Financial fair play comes into play, obviously. If they go out and they spend a billion, right, which is reported that they're going to be spending, right, which is complete, even PSG can't spend that amount of money, never mind bloody Newcastle, right? He's got to go down there, fails. A Liverpool seriously got to go want him mm. after they fails at Newcastle. When they can stay at Rangers for another couple of seasons, then Jurgen Klopp leaves, which he's already said, in the next two to three seasons when his contract expires, he'll leave Liverpool. And Stephen Gerrard will get that job. But what happens if he goes down to Newcastle, turns it around, does a brilliant job, like Brendan Rodgers, as I say, Leicester? If Manchester United come up tomorrow and Brendan Rodgers get the Manchester United job, no doubt, blank and I, they'd say it was a great appointment. But he went to Leicester first and foremost. Look at the job yeah. that he's achieved there. 
Now, it just depends. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Stephen Gerrard's thinking. Uh, he may look at if Newcastle came calling. Of course you've got to sit down. Have a look at the club. Have a look at the money. Have a mm. look at the support you get down there, of course. But he may just the, think his journey just now is Rangers. The difference, though, with Stephen Gerrard and Brendan Rodgers is he's Stephen Gerrard. As Nathan says... People feel like it's written in the stars that he becomes the Liverpool manager at some point. I don't know if he will or not, Mark. And also, you just wonder um, if can can it be Rangers to Liverpool, or or does there need to be a step in the middle? And if so, what would that step be? Because you know, I think that's Nathan's talking about. You know, would it be a Newcastle? Um, would he would he take something? I don't know Can a bottom end In the Premiership Is that too risky Or, or can he go straight from I, I've also got visions Of people who are just For some reason Turning on and saying They're trying to get rid Of Steven Gerrard mm, yeah. It's far from it well, A caller brought it up Because Newcastle There's a lot of speculation About yeah. the new manager I, I think there will be a step In between And I don't think The thought of Steven Gerrard Going to Newcastle Is is too far from the mark I think Steven Gerrard I touched on it on Saturday Cuts a frustrated figure sometimes at the minute And Saturday morning I was reading in the papers How you know they hadn't spent anything over the last couple of years in Europe They need to spend money to even compete Never mind winning in, uh, in these games um, Of course he showed how happy he was after the game at the weekend But there comes a point where I guess Steven Gerrard His ambitions no doubt will be to manage in that Premier League Never mind Liverpool Obviously that'll probably be His final destination Liverpool Where he wants Where he's brought up Where he dreams of managing But to manage in the Premier League Is is Kind of The promised land For any young manager Including Steven Gerrard And Brendan Rodgers Showed up here He won all the trophies He was in the midst Middle of a season And he still left Yeah I heard about that Quite a big deal yeah, at the time Yeah quite a big deal at the time So I don't think it'll be a big surprise If a club like Newcastle With all their backing Came in and said Listen, would you fancy this? I wouldn't be surprised if he went. Okay, Nathan, thank you. 01419511025. You ever play at St James's? Any reserve games I for play, City? <coughs> I think that's been disrespectful to me. Um, <laughs> if you ever played with City, you'd know that. <laughs> um, I have, I have, but it was at old St James's Park. Uh, Kevin Keegan and really. guys. Like no, I, I, listen, I played at the Real St James's Park. All right, okay, here we go. For Bristol Reserves. No, that's right. For Celtic, for Celtic. Alan Shearer's testimonial, beat that. Big nose. That is not bad. Who yeah. are you talking to, Joe? You dare talk no, to No, no. I tell you what, seeing Shearer, right? I don't know if I've told you. It's Shearer's testimonial. Um, full house St James's Park That must we'd, have been great Because it's a great footballing city It was amazing I'd, I'd never been to St James's mm-hmm. Park So to go out there and, and see it Full great atmosphere Anyway before the game um, Shearer was injured And We are getting ready In the dressing room And uh, This is Reveals behind the scenes What happens Shearer comes in And says listen I'm, I'm injured I can't play However, it's my testimonial and I want to score as well. In front of the playing. fans, <laughs> we'll play in Wilson <laughs> right back. And he says, "You're going to get. We're going to get a penalty. Newcastle no get a penalty way. in the ninetieth. Seriously, yeah, ninetieth minute. And we're thinking, how are they going to get a penalty? And I'm going to come on and take it. And I, I think it might have been Marshall and goals. I'm not sure, but he says, "I'm going to put it to my right. You dive to your left." And sure enough, <laughs> the ninetieth minute, I was on. I tell you what, I was on ITV. Two or something like that The game is on live So um, So in the 90th minute come And people are kind of Milling about the penalty area Thinking who's 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 going to go down here 
And sure enough Somebody went down Ref gives a penalty On comes Shearer Substitution On he comes Hobbles up to the penalty Scores does a celebration Was it a comical Tell off. me it was a comical decision Like Oh I think was it was it? I was ridiculous But that was I was amazing Did the celebration Fans went wild And uh, uh, I got man in match And a, t- and a free <laughs> so TV you, It gave us a telly <laughs> That was a gift That was a, a telly It gave us a TV Black I'm and white I walked out of St James's Park Plasma <laughs> under my arm <laughs> On the Thanks for bus. coming <laughs> So you've, all, you've previously told us In the show That it was an Omega watch From Roy Keane's testimony yeah, yeah, Which yeah. you got stolen From a fake magician In mm, Ibiza yeah. If you've never heard that story Folks please look it up Very funny um, A TV Seriously TV And I, I tell you what Even better I was in the same week before. I was in the same week but the good news so we was Keen, We played Keane's testimonial Got a watch Drove up to Newcastle How did Shearer's got the telly Logistically You're kidding me on You don't have to obviously take 22 TVs on the team no, bus so. not just No I, I don't <laughs> believe that <laughs> <laughs> it So it got delivered to Celtic Park <laughs> delivered to Celtic But then Park. you had to still go and pick we it up We had to go and pick it up Aye that was a good day That was enjoyable <laughs> Ah the things you do yeah. Things <laughs> <laughs> you do for Shearer Anyway 0141951125 We've got a full time teaser next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Time for Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel To put their differences to one side And team up on this full-time teaser It's a good question tonight Mikey sent in So thank you to Mikey And as always, a reminder that if you want to hear Your question used on the show The address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com So tonight Mikey says Can you name The last 10 players to score In a Scottish Cup semi-final And then the final For the winning team In the, so in the same season obviously So the last 10 to score in the Scottish Cup semi-final And the final for the winning team In the same season Tom Rogic Tom Rogic is not on the list Edward. Edward uh, is on the list He scored in the semi against Aberdeen And then against Hearts in the 2019 final Big Ronaldo Sorry Rooney No Did he not score in the semi? No, it was the League Cup final and the Scottish Cup final I I don't think he scored in the semi-final Ryan Christie Yes Thank you Well done Well done Scored against Aberdeen in the semi And then the, the Hearts game that went to penalties Well done uh, I'm staying on the Celtic You've fair. recovered from the whole TK Max episode uh, James Forrest? <laughs> no <laughs> He's back <laughs> Other uh, uh, By the way Other teams are available, available. Some hits just now mm-hmm. uh, Mr Max will be delighted at this publicity <laughs> yeah. Anthony Stokes Hibs No 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 one did it in that year I'm not saying David Gray scored in the semi-final for Hibs Surely not He did not No No um, 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 um. Need a bit more from you Silence doesn't tend to work on, well, on the radio. Silence is golden David Goodwill Yes Brilliant. well done uh, Scored against Ross County in the final Yep I will, I will Honestly I'll be Bowled over If you can tell me who he scored against in the semi oh, Why am I even wasting my breath on this It was Wraith Rovers in the semi-final Right here's what, uh, There must be a right, sem- quickly. McLean St Johnson no Okay we'll leave it there We'll leave it there We're looking for the last 10 players to score In the Scottish Cup semi-final Then the final for the winning team In the same season Ryan Christie Oddson Edward David Goodwillie We'll get the rest between now and the end of the show um, Let's hear from Stevie In Bishop Briggs Hi Stevie 
How you doing, lads? Not bad. How are you? I'm very well. Good. Uh, you know I'm a Celtic man. Uh, I've listened to your program there about Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> First of all, what I want to say about Stephen Gerrard is I think he's done very well at Rangers. He has done very well, and he's given Celtic a run for their money. Okay. So what I'm now thinking, if this rumour is true, and this is me being honest, I said it to your producer. I told him exactly what I think. It could be a case after Stephen Gerrard's statement last week. If Newcastle come calling and want Stephen Gerrard and turn around to Stephen Gerrard and say, there you go, we're giving you a treasure chest to spend. Would Stephen Gerrard then go back to Rangers board and say, I've been offered a job with Newcastle. I've got X amount of money to spend. And it basically puts it back into the Rangers board to turn round and say to Stephen Gerrard then, well, we don't want you to leave. Tell you what, there you go. We'll give you the money you want. Could that be an answer? There are two qu- there are two questions here, obviously. Do Newcastle want Stephen Gerrard? Would Stephen Gerrard take it? So, Gordon, let's, let's do the... F- um, Stevie's point, and I think the previous one is, if Newcastle asked the question, would it be tough to turn down the money and so on? Will, yes. will Newcastle ask the question Would they Do you think it, it, That's the type of appointment They'll go for Can you see them Going for someone else um, I think It's not the appointment They'll go for Gordon Why Because I I think that Coming in To take over a club Of Newcastle With that sort of A money pain For the, the, the club I think they'll be Aiming so high And I'm not being Disrespectful To Steven Gerrard He's Three years in His, his management career He's won one trophy In nine uh, and I agree with Stevie he's, he's doing a tremendous job of He come up here to to make sure that 10 in a row was stopped He achieved that He's built a good squad I think Newcastle are looking for Not a bigger name as in a football player Like Stephen Gerrard's worldwide name I'm talking about manager's name A big, big Because uh, they've mm. certainly got the money So I think they're looking for t- Really top-notch name to get in there that sounds sensible It's not often he sounds sensible Mark But English football It can be a bit mad And I know they've got loads of money But, but sometimes they do Just go for A kind of a, 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 You know a, a big name Someone with a reputation I know he's Mr Liverpool okay. But he was also an England captain yeah. At times And Look like at Frank Lampard Again it was the Chelsea link though Wasn't yeah, it Yeah so? but still Chelsea could have went out And got anyone Which they quite often Do go out and get anyone I know there's a Chelsea link But they thought he was good enough Even though he was kind of in the infancy of management They thought, yeah, they've seen enough in him I, so I, I don't agree with that I, I think Chelsea were going through a terrible time I thought that they brought Lampard in there To just buy their sell a bit of time Because he's a fan's favourite Look, if Liverpool job come up And Steven Gerrard was linked with it I would say there's a, a big possibility Right? And that's the reason Lampard went in there by Chelsea a bit of time. Didn't show him a lot of loyalty, you've got to say. So I think coming in for this sort so of... So Liverpool would appoint Steven Gerrard on the basis that he's um, Steven Gerrard rather than just winning I, I think one trophy a, in I, nine? I, th- well, I think you've got a better chance of a... Fra- well, Frank Lampard had one of the biggest budgets in the Championship in Derby and couldn't get them out the the Championship and ended up with the Chelsea job. So what I'm saying is, of course... Um, because of your loyalties to that club, you will, hmm. you, you, of course, come under the, 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 um, you'll come into the, the thinking of owners. I just think with that sort of money, Newcastle, I don't think they're looking for a, a young, 
manager who's still mm. still and Stephen Gerrard will be the first to say it, learning his trade and and I think Stephen Gerrard will be quite happy centre Rangers doing what he's ha- doing. I totally agree, Mark. I think in time I'll be a stepping stone to England somewhere, then to Liverpool. Stevie, as a Celtic fan, would you be happy for Stephen Gerrard to go? Would that does that weaken Rangers? Is that the way you view this rivalry? Because I remember when Brendan Rodgers left, let's not kid ourselves, Rangers fans were pretty delighted about it. Is Stephen Gerrard doing a good enough job at Rangers that you actually secretly hope he goes? Well, put it this way, Stephen Gerrard is doing a great job at Rangers. Okay? Let's go to Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers done a great job at Celtic. He left Celtic and went to Leicester. See what he's doing at Leicester. Brendan Rodgers, to me, is the next Man United manager. I'm not saying it was happening in the next year or two, but Brendan Rodgers will be at Manchester United sometime. But he's moved for Celtic to better his sell at Leicester. And I only think that's what Stephen Gerrard can do. I'm not saying he's going to leave Rangers, but he will leave Rangers at some point, but he'll leave Rangers to better his sell going down south, like Brendan Rodgers did. That's my honest opinion. Yeah, I, and I get that, Mark, but we're maybe covering all ground here. The only difference is... It's the Liverpool factor if, if that is the way it's meant to end That's different Because Brendan Rodgers could Just take any decent stepping stone Hoping that it leads to any other big job Whereas he, he, there's always been this Sense that that's not the case With Steven Gerrard Because it's Liverpool I'm not sure and it has to be about Liverpool Yeah I'm not sure you go from Rangers to Liverpool No but that's my point I'm not even saying he does But it, 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 makes, the, it makes that comparison not You're not really comparing like for like no, no, well, no, of course you're not. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Stephen Gerrard will come in to the reckoning for Newcastle. I do think it would be an interesting proposition. Me personally, I don't think if that did happen, it'd be one he turns down because I think it would be a natural step managing in the Premier League, whether it's Newcastle's a smaller club than Rangers or not, it's still in a bigger league, which then I think gives him better credentials to step on his final destination If you like Liverpool Now let's bring in Daniel Who's from East Kilbride But he's a Newcastle fan So he'll be mm. well versed To uh, tell us where we're going wrong here Daniel what do you think? I, I wouldn't say you're going wrong I think I think Gerard is the kind of manager That they're going to look to bring in At the moment I, I think he's a He's a young hungry manager That's obviously done a great job At Rangers um, And I think that with the, the, the kind of passion in the city of Newcastle is at the moment with the takeover being announced he's the kind of guy that shows that same kind of passion for the club that he's in charge of as you've seen at Rangers but I don't think Gerard will leave I think Gerard will stay at Rangers for another couple of years and take the Liverpool job as some of the guys have said earlier but I think he's the type of manager that Newcastle will be looking to bring in at the moment yeah, that, I wonder what other names, Daniel. Um, just so we can put some sort of comparison. You're a Newcastle fan. You'll have looked into yeah. this a bit more. What? Again, we're totally speculating. One caller brought it up, and it snowballed. Um, if if not Stephen Gerrard, who are the other names you think Newcastle will look at? I think they'll maybe look at some of the guys that are out of work just now that maybe fit the same kind of profile as Gerrard. I think Eddie Howe was obviously linked with a Celtic job during the summer. And was uh, kind of looked like he was going to get it. Um, I think he's the kind of the same kind of calibre of manager in terms of age and the the profile maybe that would would fit maybe what I think they're looking for just now. But then I think there's guys down in the Premier League just now like like Graham Graham Potter at Brighton is doing an incredible job with them. 
um, and for him to, to maybe look at even Brighton to, to make a step up to a bigger club in Newcastle, especially when the takeovers just happened and he look at kind of making a really big name for himself where an opportunity to invest in January and a club keep us up and then look at being the first manager with some kind of war chest from the Saudi investors um, I think would be a good appointment you could obviously you could go into the, the kind of the realms of the, the crazy and look at guys that are out of work that have managed the big clubs already like your, your Contes and things like that but I don't think they're going to go for a manager like that at this point I think they'll want to as they've said, kind of build this up sustainably and not just throw big names and big money at it immediately. So I think in the interim, a manager along the lines of your house, Gerard Potter, something like that is what I think we'll look to bring That's in. interesting, <laughs> interesting, because the profile, Gordon, you know, it remains to be seen at such early days. This is a story that's breaking mm. today. You do have options, as Daniel put that really well there. You know, can you can you start and, and, and sort of build up or are you just going straight in we're the new PSG or we're the new Man City and we'll take Antonio Conte thank you I, I think I think you've got to look at the investments going in here and the money that's getting rumoured what they're going to spend I totally take on Daniel's points about you know they'll start with maybe an Eddie Howe blah blah, blah. I don't agree with that at all I think that you're looking at a club that if you're taking it over your first priority right now is to stay in the English Premiership for next year, right? So you're not going to experiment with, you know, low, lowercase sort of a manager. Let Eddie Howe, right? For no, hold on. If you're talking about guys that can keep you in the division, he's prime candidate with, for with, it. With the money that they've got, I, I'm, to, I'm not being disrespectful, I think they'll go for a bigger, bigger name. But hold on, you just said Eddie the priorities Howe. to stay... In the English Premier League yeah, He did it with Bournemouth So he surely could do it with Newcastle Yeah but he's getting into a situation Where there's got to be Hundreds of millions laid on the line for him They're going to build a football club They're they're going top bracket They're not going to start with Eddie Howes And think right okay We'll take you for a year And then we'll move on They will go top bracket for me Do so you honestly think they'll go for a, a Conte or something I like think that? they'll go for a big big name yeah With big big money behind it well, we will find I could out. Be wrong. We'll find out. Daniel, it was interesting to hear your thoughts. I appreciate you taking the time. And Daniel goes into the hat for the Scotland tickets this weekend as well. Every caller from Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, as long as they got through to make a point, they go into the hat and we'll announce the winner on tomorrow night's show. So thank you to Daniel. How are you getting on with this teaser? Oh. The last ten players to score in a Scottish Cup semi final, then the winning uh, then the final, sorry, for the winning team. So in the same season, David Goodwillie, odds on Edward, Ryan Christie. Oh, uh, Elianushi? No. Nope. McGregor? No. Nope. Uh, yes. Okay. He scored in the 4-0 against Rangers in the semi and the 2-0 against Motherwell mm-hmm. in the final. Griffiths? No. Nope. Um, Sinclair? No. Nope. Uh, there, there is one more from that era. I'll give you that much. In Cham? Yes. No. Well done. Exact same as McGregor. Scored in the 4 0 against Rangers, then the 2 0 against Motherwell. So you've got one, two, three, four, five down, five to go. We'll get them next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Are here. There is still time to get your call in, which means we're on the final, the home stretch for you to get into the hat to win the Scotland tickets. We'll announce the winner tomorrow night. You must be over 18. The T's and C's are on the website, Clyde1.com. But this game is sold out. So thanks to everyone who phoned across the week and we'll announce the winner 
uh, tomorrow We're going to speak to Jim very soon Who will go in the hat How are you getting on with the teaser? We're looking for the last 10 to score In a Scottish Cup semi-final Then the final for the winning team in the same season Christy, Edward, Cham, McGregor Obviously Celtic were on the run of Scottish Cups uh, David Goodwillie anymore? Well we know Anderson scored for St Johnson in the Cup final uh, At Celtic Park Did he score in the same? No We now know he didn't score in the same <laughs> Forget St Johnson Forget St Johnson Inverness? No Forget them Novo well. No Ross, Ferguson Ross County Barry Ferguson Yes Scored in the semi-final 3-0 win against Partick Thistle Then a 3-2 win against Celtic back in 2002 Someone else in that game? No I was going to say Lovencrans there Rudy Scatchel Yes Brilliant answer Scored oh, against Celtic in the brilliant. semi And then the famous 5-1 Three to get Keep going mm. I would take Tell you what it, it, No, really no I'd have done it I was going to say Did Beatty score? Can no Beatty score in that no. semi-final Against Pass. Celtic The penalty didn't he? He's not one of the answers No Yeah well, listen, okay. I've done Just before goal. we go, just before we move on, I want to give a mention. You'll remember the name Mark Riley. Yeah, good player, Kilmarnock. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, former footballer, Kilmarnock and St Mirren and amongst yeah. others, St Johnson. Um, I mean, we, we've been banging on about producer Callum running the, the London Marathon, the poxy wee London Marathon, mm. as it's now become known after I've seen this information. Mark Riley, who is about to run 250 kilometres in seven days in the Sahara Desert. Oh. As you do. Yeah. I mean seriously That is 250 kilometres In that... 7 days In the Sahara Desert How do you do that? Uh, that's amazing left, right, left. So we were asked to give him a mention <laughs> He certainly deserves it He's running for The Reverse Ret charity There's a Just Giving page of course Mark Riley uh, For Reverse Ret All the best to him I think Amazing yeah, Good luck to him Great um, lad That yes. is a sensational effort So go and check that out If you can Let's bring in Jim In Aberfoyle Hi Jim How are we doing? Good how are you? Not bad Nice one What's your point? I just think that the three youngsters should all be playing Patterson, Turnbull and Gilmore. Okay. They should be they should be nail ons regardless. Where do you find a place um for David Turnbull at the moment, Jim, based on the fact that Gilmore will play, McGinn will play, and I mean McGregor will probably play as well. Is is he the toughest one to find a place for? I'd I'd drop McGregor because Turnbull's playing better than McGregor is. Mm, Mark? Um I like David Turnbull Very talented player um, I just don't see him Fitting in Ahead of Callum McGregor At the minute I think Callum McGregor More defensive minded as well Will sit there David Turnbull Obviously mm-hmm. fairly attacking You've got McGinn Who'll probably play That more attacking role um, So I think he may get some game time But I can't see him starting Jim do you not give any attention to The game at Wembley Which was obviously Probably the best Or one of the best performances Under Stevie Clark It was McGinn uh, McGregor And Gilmore Next to each other I think the same again In Austria The last time out Another good performance Do you not think that will Stand them in good stead? I, I still think We should be playing The better players And I think Turnbull's better than McGregor some and some won't, Gordon. Um, I like that you know Jim's kind of simplifying it. No more needs to be said. Doesn't he care about England or Austria? Just thinks Turnbull's better than McGregor. Not everyone will for a start, and secondly, they they do perform a different role. The, yeah, that that's exactly why Turnbull won't play. Uh, I'm a big Turnbull fan, you know that. But I think McGregor will certainly play with Gilmer. I think they're developing a good partnership first and foremost. Uh, McGregor's a fantastic player as well. Um, so. 
on the on the basis that the way Steve Clark likes to line up and he's McGregor Gilmore, we you know the McGinn going forward, the two wing backs, then I think that Turnbull will be one for the future. He'll be in the bench. He obviously can give you a lot coming on the pitch. He is playing very well with Celtic, you've got to say. He's got a lot in his locker. But Saturday night, McGregor will definitely start. However, maybe we can meet in the middle here, Mark. If game, if the game against Israel becomes as stuffy as they have been in the past and we're struggling to break them down, do we now have a, a player who's in that midfield area who can produce that killer pass, who can take that set piece, yeah. who can score from distance? Can David Turnbull play a big part on Saturday Even if it's not from the beginning yeah. I don't think there's any doubt that Steve Clark, When he turns around and things aren't going well in games He's got a much stronger bench to pick from David Turnbull is right at the top of that You know, If it is still 0-0 Or we find ourselves behind Going into the latter stages And you're looking for a change Someone who can open a defence up Or like you say Score from range And David Turnbull more often than not Hits the target from range Or a cross like you saw on Sunday David Turnbull can easily do that So it's a great position to be in As a manager Where you have a very strong midfield But you have Because we're now not even danger. mentioned Ryan Christie Who Stevie Clark likes He clearly likes yeah. Ryan Christie He has a good few assists for Bournemouth already They're very happy with what they're seeing so far mm. So again None of you think he will start the game? No I don't think so No So again All of a sudden Pretty good options from the bench If you can call on Christie Turnbull Ryan Fraser Kevin Nisbet And I'm talking about Just the attacking ones At this time And if O'Donnell does start But then you can turn to Patterson Who's a you know very attacking fullback. I think that's where we have Probably struggled in the past And Stevie Clark's Probably been unlucky And his time where His bench has been hmm. Hampered He's got a starting 11 out there That we, we could maybe Disagree about one or two positions But when it hasn't went right Or we're looking for that spark Not much to choose from yeah, I think the game Saturday Touch with no No call off so far yeah. and, and No big mm. ones The last international break Was brutal We looked at the, And we ended up Coming out of it Well you know yeah. Fine but um, Pretty much Gordon I can't James Forrest Ryan Jack They could make a, a Serious claim To be in the squad If they were fit But other than that We It looks like we're, we're Fairly strong Yeah And I like the look Of the squad Because you're right there There's arguments For other players whether it be Turnbull, Parsons starting, um, we've got a good bench, which is important because Mark's right, you could be at a situation on Saturday night when you look at the bench, you're looking for someone to change the game for you, whether it bring you back into the game or hopefully get the winning goal, or just you know sit in mm-hmm. tight, and make sure protect what you've got. We've got those options now, Gordon, so which you, is good. Are you a bit worried, Jim? Do you think we need something? Need something different because Israel have. Proven to be tough opposition in the past. It's been a, a total pain in the backside for us yeah. over the past few games, and I think we need something different to get it to bed early, and yeah. then go and win the game first, then sit and defend for our lives. It's interesting. You just get the feeling Stevie Clark does things that all piss it way around. Yeah, pretty. Yeah. He's cautious He's always been a cautious manager But it's got him to, to where he is just now You know he's got him success At Kelly When he, he came up here um, And I, don't, I can't see him changing it For this game he's, It's got him to the Euros um, It's got him into this position That we're in just now So I can't see him looking at Israel And going I tell you what I'm going to rip that up And I'm going to go all out of that He's going to stick to, to what to he knows fair though, If you think that night in Serbia We were in here We actually did go f- We went on the front foot 
We did, we pressed high and we kept the ball well. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't think we went all out attack okay. I still think we were pretty uh, Let's leave it there The 21s are at half time at the moment actually 1-0 down at home to Denmark um, Hopefully that can turn around in the second half The likes of Aaron Hickey uh, Calvin Ramsey pulled out of the squad injured So a bit of a blow Thank you to Jim He's the final name in the hat Thank you to everyone who took part Make sure you tune in tomorrow If you've been on this phone in On Tuesday Wednesday or tonight there is every chance we could be getting in touch with you tomorrow and you're off to see Scotland against Israel which is sold out so make sure you tune in tomorrow for that three more on this teaser let's go we're struggling here Naismith no Boyd no I don't know (laughs) Mark did you play in any Scottish Cup finals oh yeah Um, let's go for you quick Keyshawn Young no Mulgrew Yes Did he, did he score in the semi-final? He's still claiming he scored in the final Mark Wilson Listen me It was me Charlie And Ki Sung Young Scored that day I'll never forget it It was magnificent uh, Right quick So Teams. Do you remember the 2003 final Rangers beat Dundee 1-0 No yes. Amaruso Amaruso scored in the semi as well Did he? Against Motherwell Yeah Broke that semi Broke my heart That's plenty um, 2001 Who won the cup that year? Celtic Yes L. Larson No so oh. the 3-0 against Hibs An unlikely one They did it McNamara se- Yes Semi-final and final Jackie yeah, McNamara Brilliant Right thank you Mark Wilson And TK Max For joining us On tonight's <laughs> Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are back tomorrow The final build up To Scotland Israel Tomorrow at 6 So make sure you join us Callum Gallagher is up next